0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of Podcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing today?
1: Good. Yes. Um, That
0: was a long delay.
1: (laughs) Well, because it wasn't true, but... The the world is terrible, and the only thing that I could possibly make today not terrible happened today. So yeah. I have very conflicting <laughs> emotions, but Star Wars agreed. is keeping me high. So Well, yeah, it was agreed. a good
2: pick-me-up at the end of the day. When you, you, totally. You didn't, no, none of us expected anything today. We're like,
0: oh, okay, today's, you know, Thursday. Or yesterday. Then, or
2: yesterday, and then it kind of went... <laughs> there it is <laughs> we should mention that
0: we're recording a little earlier than usual usually we record on sundays and then the show comes out monday but alex and i are going to a friend's wedding on sunday so we cannot record sunday so we're recording thir- today's thursday right today's yeah. thursday, thursday october 4th. so like turned around yeah and uh, big stuff happened this week but we'll talk about that in the news segment but for now uh how's what's everyone been doing with uh, Star Wars stuff lately. N-
1: not a lot of Star Wars for me, which I feel like I say every week, which I feel like should mean I should be kicked off the podcast. But no. at least I'm not. You can't, Lord you of can't the live rings.
0: it, no. you know, every day <laughs> of your life. Yeah, you have to take <laughs> so you some. You shouldn't. Break. Yeah, you shouldn't. Anyway.
1: Um, but I'm trying to think of anything super Star Warsy. Alex, you go.
2: Um, uh, super Star Warsy. Well. So we just finished our move, so we're back up in the Bay Area, and the hardest part about that is that there's been a lot of new Star Wars figures coming out, and Mm -hmm. I have nowhere to put them. So I just bought, uh, I think it's a six-pack of uh, Target-exclusive Stormtroopers and Mimban Troopers and Mud Troopers from Solo that just came out, and I Mm -hmm. put it back in the box, and it's packed up into storage. So that'll probably be uh, my story for the next year i can't wait have... to have like christmas of just opening my toys
0: yeah when you when you have a place to live and all that yep yeah
1: that makes what sense about, what about you josh um
0: well i'm still working on some star wars related stuff at work so it's kind of kept me in the loop a little bit i i re solo i still mm-hmm. really like it yeah. But I uh I, I wanna get cracking on some of those special features. Oh they're good. Yeah. Are okay, so you've watched some of them.
2: I watched the deleted scene, some of the featurettes, and then there's a mm-hmm. I don't remember which part of it, but it talks about the upcoming ride at Galaxy's Edge.
0: Oh, oh. yeah, they're so they're I, fun. I have seen one of the deleted scenes. I saw the one where he crashes the TIE Fighter. Yeah. Um and then That they sounds do that, awesome. They do that hard cut uh they're like, oh, yeah, like, well, you'll be flying in no time or, or something like that. And then it hard cuts to the <laughs> he's flying the in the air. <laughs> I actually so I like the scene, but I like the way they edited the, the the theatrical version more. Yes. Yeah. If that makes sense. If you've seen it, you probably know what I'm talking about.
2: If, it felt cleaner.
0: Yes. And it had a little bit more of like a punch to it. Mm hmm. Like the fly, like you'll be you'll be flying again in no time, and then it's him flying from an explosion. Wasn't I didn't feel like it was as good as like the cut to him as a as like a boots on the ground soldier. Yeah, kind of was. Yeah. So, um, but I'm excited to dig into those special features and stuff.
1: I I, sure. I I don't know if this is in our news, but I think it's selling well. Um, oh
0: yeah. Oh
2: yeah. It, it did. I know it did really well here and in, in, in the UK as well.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't have any, like, I mean, we don't have any hard data to know how well it's selling, but um, I went to Best Buy on the f- the Friday after it came out. I didn't buy it day one, um, just because I didn't I didn't get a chance to really go to the store or anything. But I went to Best Buy, and, like, half of them were gone. Oh. Yeah, that was um, my Best Buy I, day one. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, I got there at 4 o'clock. I mean, of course, Steelbook goes... You know, first thing, but they were running out of the, the $24 two discs that are ready at that point.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I got the 4K the Ultra one Um, with the normal Blu-ray, and mm-hmm. they had a couple of those left, but yeah, like, it was like halfway gone. I saw someone else on Twitter. I can't quite remember who tweeted this, but um, it was a picture of the shelf at Best Buy, and they were all gone. Like, every single one was basically gone. And they were like, oh, yeah, no one cares about that movie that didn't do very well or, or whatever. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, I, I suspect this movie is going to do very, very well on DVD. I agree. And Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah. I think
1: for people who missed out even on the theatrical release, you know, yeah. I feel like it's an easy thing to pick up and be like, well, people actually like this a lot. Let me just grab this.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, toy sales too, cool. is, it seems like it's doing better. Like the last Jedi toys. They kind of came and went, and it could be because we don't have another movie six months after, but they're still releasing solo figures, and people are buying them up right away. Like, Moloch, the Black Series figure, just released, and people are hunting for this, you know, tertiary character that didn't really do much in the movie, but still looked cool.
1: Well, they're Mm -hmm. new, too, you know? They're new, but you
2: had, like, Maz Kanata sat on the shelf for the longest time. She's still there.
1: You no, know, poor mom, it's, poor mom. I mean
2: to be fair, they made her a shiny, like a pearlescent gold on the figure, so it's uh-huh. kinda weird. But I mean it's it's still a nice thing that people are buying the stuff.
1: Yeah, yes. Totally.
0: I, although I uh I heard um I heard a story that people like kids increasingly think of like normal toys now as like punishment toys. <laughs> 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 uh in that in that they are the thing that their parents make them play with when they take away all their electronics. Oh,
1: that's so funny. Yeah. Do it's they like think the they're going to be forced really...
0: to swallow the small pieces or something? <laughs> well, I think it's just due to the I mean, I Yeah, I don't know. I I think little little kids are probably still interested in toys, but I don't think that like you know, when I was like 10, I was still playing with toys, but I don't yeah. think I don't think There's 10-year-olds a... these days are anymore i think they're pretty much like oh i'm playing fortnite you know
1: i live right next to a middle school and uh i was walking by it when they were like out for like recess and they were just all sitting on their phones and they were like 10 9 10 8 9 10 i'm like that's nuts Um, man
0: they let them have their phones out like that like we had to hide our game boys that's that's crazy so we could play Um, Pokemon.
1: Kids these days. Back in my day, Back in my I had day. to play on
2: my calculator if I wanted a game in class. <laughs> I
1: know, right? All right,
2: you know, TI like, eighty three all on. the way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have Snake. Yeah, <laughs> I have Bomberman. You now these kids are getting dank headshots on their iPhones, like <laughs> my- posting moth memes and all that. Dude, I lo- okay, I'm all about the moth. Memes, I really so like the moth memes.
3: <laughs>
1: it, it has
2: to be one of the best memes in uh, you know, recent times. That that, that oh, might have but... been
1: like the only Star Wars thing I did this week was look at that one meme with um Obi-Wan Kenobi yelling at a moth who wants to fly into the lightsaber and saying, "Well, then you are oh, yeah. lost." I read that like yeah. 18 times in my head. Ma... I thought that was so funny.
0: I'm all about Mothlo Ren. <laughs> 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 he fills the pole to the light. So, Ba-doom-psh. yeah. <laughs>
1: I love how the shelf uh, life for this meme is like this week in that Yeah, it,
0: and it's like over already.
1: A month in the future someone's listening to this and be like, what the hell were moth memes? like
2: what? Moth meme? <laughs> oh, they'll they'll learn.
0: Like we're past that already. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um is that everyone's Star Wars stuff? Or
1: I'm excited for Halloween else? coming up. I'm excited to see where everybody takes oh, it yeah. in terms of uh costumes. Oh yeah, um, for sure. For Star Wars y uh, stuff.
0: I don't know that I've ever dressed up as a Star Wars related costume. I, I mean, what? we can't ask Alex that because yeah, he no. does it all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> so we know he does it. I don't know that I've ever done it, to be honest. You should.
1: I, it's fun. I had my infamous fifth grade Yoda, which I've talked about many times. Yeah. Uh, you should do it. What would you do if you, um, you're not doing well, it this do year? want to
0: get a I do want to get a Jedi outfit going at some point, but I I need to get like the lightsaber is gonna be the most gonna be the most expensive part. Yeah. Like my light, the lightsaber that I want is gonna be like 500 bucks probably. So it's like.
2: You want to do that wanna... old school cross guard, right? The green. Yeah. So you yeah, want you want right. to do like a of the old Republic style. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Are you gonna do the whole armor bit too or no? Um. Because I know a guy. I don't
0: know that I'm gonna do a lot of armor. You know a guy. In our... Not like not like, you know, uh prequel robe, but more like Return of the Jedi Luke looking. Oh, kinda. okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alex, do you have any fancy lightsabers?
2: Uh I have a Master replicas Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, but those are uh, hmm. the the metal bits are, are great, but the rubber bits were made out of like a I mean rubber's a natural you know thing so uh they've rotted because they're so old uh, so I'm trying mm. to find some I know there's a vendor out there someone told me about him that he uh, casts those rubber bits in a hard plastic so you can shave off of the ones in the lightsaber and replace them so oh, I need to get nice. that I needed to get that done at some point but I I, I still really it. want to buy uh like a ultra saber someday
0: yeah don't you love that the internet has facilitated uh, people oh. selling like the most random things that's yep. so helpful though. It's like, right, oh, great. I make, I make this like the the ball bearing circle things for R two D 2s and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Buy ninety of those.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like, like
0: yeah. there's
2: a there's a guy who does for the five hundred first costumes. Some of our pieces need to be uh, manufactured metal, and it's like, where the hell am I gonna find this one specific rivet? And you post it, and like, oh, sh- that's easy. This guy, and you go to his website. And he literally sells metallic Greebleys for, like, nine different costumes. That's awesome. Given, you know, ten years ago, you would have had to have gone into, like, the dark web or something to find someone <laughs> who knew someone ah, who had web. children make, you know, these Greebleys for you and all that. But now it's you can find everything online.
0: That's great. Yeah. All right. Um, is that everybody's star wars stuff you guys want to get into the topic of the show and all that good stuff
3: let's do it
0: all right once again everyone you were listening to long time ago radio whether you were from the class of 77 or solo was your first star wars film you are welcome here and now on with the show
3: they were no longer
0: all right so this month actually not only just for this episode for this episode and the next episode we're doing halloween themed of the show um so for this specific episode we're going to be talking about horror movies but specifically do we think a, a star wars horror movie could ever exist and if it could what would it look like and we'll go over some of the horror themed star wars things that have happened in legends and maybe some of the ones that uh may be happening right this second in Ooh. comics and books. And then we're also going to talk about some of our, some of the moments we think uh, across the entire saga. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe lean on elements from horror films. Sure. Things like that. So it'll be a fun a fun Halloween discussion. I think next episode, we're going to talk about Star Wars food and candy and things. Mm. So that should be fun.
2: The sweet side of Star Wars.
0: Yes, the sweet, <laughs> Yep. We're gonna talk all about the Jar Jar tongue. That's it. That's all po- I need to know. Popsicle, th- <laughs> Just whatever. Just for they
1: an hour. That's all we're gonna yep. discuss.
0: Remember how horrific those were? Um,
2: remember when he had <laughs> to suck on his tongue? Because oh,
1: that's oh, literally God. what you did. So that could actually double as both a horror <laughs> element of Star Wars and a candy <laughs> yeah. element of Star Wars.
0: That is true. Yes. All uh, right. Uh, I don't. Where do we even want to begin? Is the well,
1: good question. I have a quote from Luke Skywalker oh. himself, Mark Hamill, who yeah. was asked earlier this year um, if he had any particular idea that he would like to see in the Star Wars universe. Not ho- mm-hmm. They didn't prompt him with horror, but he immediately said he wants to see a horror movie. And uh, mm. his quote to IGN was, you know what I'd love to see? A Force ghost that's, like, actually frightening. Not somebody that's... Um, you typically smiling down from the clouds or coming to give you exposition, you know, a ghost is scary. Um, so there's that idea. Um, mm. That's Mark Hamill's own little thing because they have already established ghosts in the Star yeah. Wars universe. But they're like nice Jedi ghosts. Well,
0: I mean...
2: Well, we had one... Who
0: was, who was it? Darth Bane?
2: We had Darth Bane uh, that spoke to Yoda during his little weird venture to the other side of the Force on Clone Wars.
0: Mm -hmm. which is probably the scariest one yeah yeah it's also voiced by mark hamill oh (laughs) yeah fascinating
1: um but it's an interesting idea like if the sith could tap into that power as well and use it to just like troll the jedi like if darth maul after he died like then just popped up right behind obi-wan and be like what up like he pulls the
2: hood over his head so he can't see and gives him a wedgie then
1: disappears (laughs) so the force ghosts are definitely a thing that could be used in a scary way i think Yeah. though they definitely weren't in the star wars canon so far um do you yeah pretty much i know you compiled a list of actual horror books and stuff do we want to start yeah, there yeah we could talk about we could talk about some of these and these
0: are largely i think except for wow uh, which one of these oh no that you know what we don't have on here hmm. that's happening right now Oh. is uh the vader's castle comics that started that, coming and out this I, month?
2: i forgot to put screaming citadel too because i've heard that that's kind of oh a, yeah
0: i read screaming citadel I Cam- guess, yeah i guess that does kind of count i as think that
2: counts i mean it not horror. necessarily has to be horror horror like right bloody but i think you can even kind of look at the uh the undead night sisters as zombies like a horror f- part of clone oh, wars sure. so i think there's there's spooky oh, yeah. things that have happened that aren't necessarily like ah but you start to think like man that, that's kind of creepy yeah that so makes this,
1: sense. this first one death troopers um mm-hmm. i know nothing about it i am looking at it now and the cover is is that the actual cover of the novel yeah
0: that's the actual that's cover the actual
2: the cover it was written by joe schreiber uh and released on october 13th 2009 which is an awesome date to be released on Get this what, so the you know like friday <laughs> Friday the 13th october on friday the ah! thir- it's all like super super spooky <laughs>
1: yeah good one um so for anyone it, you should go look it up but it is uh, star wars letters big blood red um death troopers at the bottom streaked with white letters streaked with blood red and then a decapitated it, i feel like i'm seeing like spinal things yeah. hanging down yeah. um stormtroopers helmet with like on a on a on a fish hook hanging from like some sort of warehouse it looks like with like yeah. blood coming out of the eyes it's the probably the darkest yeah. official thing i've ever seen
0: i think the crux of this book is that it's like what if a zombie outbreak happened on a star destroyer
2: have you guys read it yet no. i've not read it at so all. i read this about a year ago it's a lot of fun uh so the empire was doing research on like this crazy degenerative disease that, uh, you know, Vader was like, oh, we can try to weaponize this. And it goes all the way back to, like, ancient Sith stuff. And it goes wrong on a carrier that ends up docking with a Star Destroyer, and everyone gets infected, and people are trying to escape. It's a lot of fun, I won't say more than that. But uh, if you want to read a good zombie book with stormtroopers, this is the book to read. And what's really cool is that after they wrote this book, they came out with a book called Red Harvest, which is the prequel to Death Troopers. And it talks about... The or like where this disease originates, and it goes back to this like the uh, prequels.
1: Is awesome. Yes, um, yeah. I just love the the back cover thing right here. No fate could be more terrifying than being trapped inside deep space, unless there's something unknown out there with you. Um, yeah, uh, there's. Uh, and death is only the beginning like if you leave the eternal <laughs> flat like this is not like kind uh, of a horror it is definitely a horror film or a horror book that's crazy
0: yeah, yeah i i'm i'm all about this kind of stuff i kind of want to i kind of want to get the audiobook just for october you should
1: Ooh, i wonder who reads it yeah i, I, w- I do super wonder who, creepy. who reads it that's probably cool. cool. But I'm just definitely so you know, gonna read these.
2: not only does it have zombie stormtroopers and you know like uh, sergeants and stuff like that, you have zombie Wookies.
1: Oh, oh no! I feel like that'd be really dangerous. Oh, it's, about it. it's
2: it's it's a fun book.
1: And I'm seeing at the bottom huh. here, it's translated into a whole bunch of languages. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. I'm I'm like legit gonna check these out this month. I did not. They're yeah. not canon, though. Correct? No,
0: they are not, not canon, canon. So you can just treat them as fun kind of horror stories, I guess.
1: Speaking of fun horror stories. What? I know we've mentioned galaxy of fear on here before.
2: Yes. Have we? I, I brought yeah. it up at one point.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I don't remember these at all, but I'm, oh man, is this, is, are the, ho- are the colors supposed to be like holographic? Like the old Yep. Goosebumps 2000 or whatever they were. <laughs> say? So,
2: so these books were basically a response to the goosebumps books and they were young adult, reader books that dealt with this uh, one specific family that traveled the galaxy and the galaxy of fear the galaxy of fear and they had horrible luck i mean they went they had to deal with <laughs> you know corpses being reanimated by these worms to cannibal island or cannibal uh planets to these creatures that would like touch you and you would basically melt and they would absorb your essence into them you had you had clones of vader you had you know just a full army of mutants you i mean they were a weird you had these bugs that would eat you from the inside out i mean they were really really weird books but they were a lot of fun
1: but they were for like young readers like they were
2: for young readers yeah
1: but like dark for young readers i'm seeing like the the three the three people who are in it are um these brothers or something who were survivors of the destruction of Alderaan. So brother and they... sister, brother and sister. Yes. I don't know how you survive the destruction of Alderaan. I'm assuming they just weren't there. They held no. on to one of the parts really <laughs> tight
2: as it flew through
1: space. Because there's really no surviving that experience. Yeah, you. It's
0: kind of like, it's kind of like coming home and finding that your home burned down. That you're like, well, now I'm homeless, yeah. basically. There you go. Let me yeah. find
2: a quote really quick. There's one chapter that I remember reading, the you know, because I I used to read these as a kid. I think I read most, if not all, of these. Um, but the in the book Army of Terror, this is a description of this weird like. Remember how I said there's that one thing that eats you as it touches you and you kind of become jelly. Right. Here's a uh-huh. here's a little part from it. Then so this this creature grabs onto a stormtrooper. Keep in mind. Then with a loud wet slurping sound epon mm. sucked the liquefied skin into himself he simply oh. absorbed the trooper's face into his own body the oh rest God. of the stormtrooper quickly followed skin bone organs everything simply turned to liquid and was absorbed into epon like this is Jesus. this is a kid's book
0: <laughs> That is I was like so man, creepy. goosebumps was like oh no i put this mask on and i can't take it off <laughs> <laughs> you know this is like real yeah, here's another that's... one.
1: Oh yeah do it i like this this
2: is from another one in the book this is from uh which book the hunger this has to do with the cannibals two figures were rising up out of the water beside him zach saw two human heads covered with stringy hair two sets of pale eyes two gaping mouths missing several teeth and two sets of bony arms the skin hanging from those arms looked old and dead they were corpses human corpses and they were reaching out to grab him.
0: Oh my god! What? This and you is had, great.
2: You had people like Boba Fett. You had Admiral Thrawn. You had Darth Vader. At one point, I think you had Han Solo. I mean, you had the Emperor. All you had major characters pop up in these books.
0: Dude, there's so many of these. Oh my
1: god! It yeah. looks like there's twelve. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. This is a great gift idea if anybody I can't has I never like a this fan who's a star wars fan and yeah. these
2: came out what was it 1997 to 1998 so this is during a time when there wasn't a lot of star wars you you had the you know the special editions were they had just come out i think if i remember correctly they had come out came out in 97 so you had a little bit more interest in star wars but you didn't have you know the prequels hadn't really come out yet you had one more year till that happened so this yeah. was a nice little mix of horror and the original trilogy movies
1: I like that it's 100 to 200 pages in large print. That is exactly where I am right now in my life. That is, that is what I want to be reading, <laughs> something easy like that. That's awesome. All right, That's I have one,
2: one more passage to read. This one's really fun. All right, <laughs> right, go for do it, do it. All right, this, is, this has to do with one of the kids having a nightmare. A dead gray hand rose into view. It was followed by a pale white arm and then strands of blackened hair. Finally, the figure's face floated into view. It was white with empty sockets for eyes. But he recognized the face anyway. It was his mother. Mm. As he watched in horror, the mouth moved. And Zack heard his mother's voice moan. Zack, why did you leave us behind?
1: Mm. On Alderaan? Goodness gracious!
2: (laughs) So, you know, this is a kid's book.
0: They were not messing around. (laughs) They were not.
2: So, I think this is the closest thing. Oh, yeah, you can find them on Amazon. You're looking at, at... between what four dollars to
0: books link has all of the all the books with uh, like prices under them and they're all like three like the most expensive one is fifteen dollars
1: oh that's but the most of
0: them are like four dollars
1: this is great oh yeah i think i think the swarm we've brought up before because we were talking about thrawn oh yeah because there was a great thought thrawn quote in there about Uh how he viewed the empire um so yeah, great. Thrawn's on the cover
0: of the yeah, the swarm one. Yeah. You can see him on there. Looking like all oh no.
1: That's they come. Come. <laughs> these are cool. Yeah, the covers are so like nineties yeah. books. I love it.
0: For sure.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: surprised I didn't see these like in my library growing up as a I kid. Know. I feel gypped. They Maybe were I in did the, and uh, just
2: don't
0: remember them, but the, I don't I don't remember these at all.
2: Do you guys remember the scholastic uh, book fairs?
1: Oh my mm-hmm. do I so, remember? They were the best days. They were the
2: best days. So time. that is really where I got were. the third book, Planet Plague. I remember seeing this and like, oh my god, they actually have a Star Wars book. And I and I begged my parents like, Can I get it can I please get this Star Wars book? Because books are always expensive in the scholastic thing. Well, as a kid, you know, books are expensive. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, get it. So I started with number three and then I slowly got the rest of them and I think I got City of the Dead next. And then Army of Terror was probably one of my favorite ones, and, and then I completed the set. They're they're a lot of fun.
1: This might this is probably a silly question, but I don't know. Considering the the depth of some of that horror you're describing, are they serialized? Like, do they do they have continuing storylines and things that the, change? The
2: the characters, they recall things that have happened in the previous books, but as far as I remember, there wasn't anything major that changed in the characters. Like your main characters are going to survive because they have to be in every single book. Gotcha. Um, but they may be like, Oh, well, you know, I remember this that we had to deal with in so-and-so. And you remember, Oh, that was two books before this. Nothing gotcha. too, too big, but it does help to read them, um, you know, in order if you can, because they do develop the characters.
1: That is so cool. I'm going like, to just go on a, like a horror book um, thing. Now I
0: like that. They list all of the cameos. Yeah. Like for people that show up it's great
1: now what Um, is this new book that's out
0: uh is this one new oh i guess it is it's uh what frightens a sith lord it's called are you scared darth vader and then it there's like a little a bubble darth vader crossing his arms says i fear nothing
1: (laughs) (laughs) so is it an Uh, actually scary book or is it no it's like a kid's book. book yeah
0: and it looks like a bunch of like like a vampire pops out and it's like, oh, a ghost, and and he's like, he's like, no, nah, I'm not scared.
1: So, is it like teaching kids not to be scared? I'm not
0: sure. I, there's an interview here, and I have not read it.
1: Because I feel like Darth Vader should not be teaching children anything. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure he's a good example. He might not be scared of anything, but like, eh, I don't know if that's the healthiest approach to life.
0: It was written by the guy who wrote Frankenstein makes a sandwich. <laughs>
1: well He has four chops like, then
0: <laughs> I feel like I have seen that book before. Frankenstein makes a sandwich. So, this <laughs> would be like so a fun we have kids' something.
1: book. We have something for adults, we have something for teens and like tweens, and now we have one for your little ones. So, mm-hmm. here's your gift guide for all ages for Halloween Star Wars fans.
2: Because ultimately, there's nothing scarier than Darth Vader. That's true. I think that's the point that gets driven home at the end of this.
1: So I have like kind of some more conceptual horror movie chit chat we could do about Star Wars itself and then some of the actual horror influences that might have gone into the films. Do we want to talk about that, Jazz? Sure. Cool. Um, So I think the thing to remember is that as we talked about in a George Lucas episode, um, George Lucas was a nerd his whole life so he had seen everything he loved reading he loved watching stuff and so i think a huge influence on kind of the weird creaturey aspects of star wars did have to do with him growing up in the era where there was a lot of creature films on the big on the big screen um mm-hmm. the history of horror um for those who don't know like really took off in the in the 30s and 40s in america with frankenstein um dracula all those films um the wolfman um being one that george lucas has specifically cited as a visual reference for chewbacca um you've actually seen the original wolfman
0: yeah i own all i own the blu-ray set for all of the universal monsters that's awesome i love i love those movies
1: well, there was a British response to that horror wave um, called the Hammer Films, which was Hammer Films is. Productions. And two, you know who the two biggest stars of those films were?
0: Christopher Lee and uh, why am I forgetting his name?
1: But the guy who played Tarkin. You are one hundred percent correct. Yeah, they they were actually in twenty two movies. Peter Cushing. They were in twenty two yes. movies together. Um, with um. Uh, Christopher Lee playing um, Dracula um, in one of the most like horrific like one of the first color horror movies with like blood and guts Mm -hmm. um, was was that with Horrors of Dracula and um, Peter Cushing plays Van Helsing. Um, So there was I think a pointed aspect to the casting of both of those characters um, to bring this kind of you know aristocratic horrific air to and people have even drawn parallels to the way that um, Christopher Lee walks and stalks in the shadows as Count Dooku um, with his character of Dracula, which I find fascinating. Um, But uh, I think besides... So I think the creature thing is a huge part of it. I love creature horror movies from the 80s. Um, American Werewolf in London is freaking awesome. Um, All the great special effects that were happening around that time, I think, you know, I mean, obviously Star Wars was before this, but you could see... You know, the technology that was going into creating these creatures was really blowing up You have really talented people who were working on Star Wars who had worked in the studio system on these horror films Can I mention um, one thing
2: real quick about this time period? Absolutely. I love that a lot of these effects too were practical effects that you didn't have as much technology so yeah. like, To me, they felt more real like American Werewolf totally. in London. The transformation scene. Yes. Was beautiful and the fact that yes. it was actually happening as opposed to You know, a, I mean computers still help stuff but just seeing the technology that went into actually creating this face change or watching yeah. movies like The Fly, things like that, like, oh.
1: Oh, my gosh, I love it. The Fly, the Thing. Yes. Um, all the creepy things in The Thing. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of that kind of, like, physical grossness in Star Wars. Obviously, um, you know, they're as you can see with modern movies, they're going back to these kind of physical things, which I think, you know, does add an act extra layer of, of texture to it all um so on top I think even more than that was the portrayal of the villains when you look at like lists of like greatest villains and anything Darth Vader's usually on that list mm-hmm. and he's like on that list with like your Draculas and your Frankensteins He's an imposing figure shadowed in mystery um and you know one of the great things about you know, interest to horror characters are their are their entrances and he has one of the most famous like horrific entrances ever um which i feel like was topped in rogue one i think (laughs) that sequence is shot like a horror sequence um with the shaking cameras and the lights and the people getting cut down and the violence um that comes to my mind when i think of like horror in star wars i don't know what you guys think um, but Darth Vader is definitely a striking figure in terms of that. Um, and also Palpatine for me. Um, specifically the moment when he gets disformed. Um, his face melting, him yelling. That is right out of like the third act of a horror film, you know? Yeah. Um, it's It has this body horror element to it. Um, you know, that... You know kind of i think i'm not sure i think they use like makeup it's not just cgi it's like he's all gross yeah, yeah. During they the middle did a of lot that. of
2: prosthet- prosthetics for that part
1: totally um and that's super horrific um yeah so i think those two figures definitely scream horror film in terms of like the films themselves I can't sure. think of other, like, characters that are scary. But I know, like, kids and, and in popular culture, like, Darth Vader was, like, considered an incredibly terrifying person for a while. <laughs> I think I was, uh, I think when we came around, he was memified even when we were young. So it wasn't like when I first saw Vader, I was scared. Were you guys scared when you first saw Star Wars? Uh, no.
2: I just thought he was a, oh, shoot, it's Vader. Like, you, I, I wasn't scared, but that was not a character you would mess with
0: right
1: like yeah. he,
2: he was a no-nonsense you do things like he says or you're gonna die like I mean
0: it was just it was just like bad guy he was yeah. Vader you know? like I don't think there's any yeah.
2: way other way to describe him other than he was Vader
1: were there any scenes from from any of the movies that you would think are kind of horror edging because I have a few that go for it
0: yeah I not that I thought when I was a kid that like they didn't freak me out um but uh, the trash compactor is one that comes to mind. Yes,
1: totally. Yeah. Um, the whole in a new
0: hope. Yeah.
1: The whole um, pacing of that scene—if you watch it, like from when they first get down in there, like the the sounds, like, the music cuts out. You just hear these gurgles. It's like totally a horror movie for the next five minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, you got the monster in there, and then it's closing in. What about? And the- then when it's all done, you have the comic relief.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: They're dying. But listen R2. to them.
0: They're dying. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally, and obviously, the mysterious creatures that can be lurking all the time in the films like add that extra layer of unknownness. Sure.
2: What about when Luke, when you see the Rancor for the first time? There's this giant yeah. cage opening. Cause, I mean, there's there's horror movies with just you know giant monsters. This Absolutely. Creature we had never seen before coming out. He's you know he eats a Gamorrean guard just in a few bites i mean he's i always thought that the, the rancor was one of the most beautifully you know created characters in all of star wars it's just such
0: a cool creature
1: totally it was um, stop
0: motion wasn't it
1: it was yeah. it, it which doesn't look great um, it doesn't
2: but it looks better than the costume that we're going to try yeah that costume looked janky
1: <laughs> and i think you also have like you have the people cheering for like mm-hmm. the fight it's like it's it's not you know just like a fun little romp it's not what we see on the boat later with you know where luke skywalker's a pirate you know it's yeah. like dire and gross and uh yeah he has like a he eats the freaking guy and he has like an arm hanging out of his mouth it's he's, he's,
2: <laughs> i love that scene because they talk about it in from star wars to jedi the documentary how lucas wanted it so that the head was turning and as the head is turning to look at luke he's slowly slurping this arm so by the time he looks at luke it's gone he's just kind of like ready for the next bite i love i just love that whole that whole scene is so much fun
1: yeah Mm -hmm. totally um i'm gonna when we're talking about creatures the wampa obviously yeah so remind me what it was originally because it was originally just a little weird puppet right and then uh, the Wampa was originally a guy in a suit okay. so the
2: Wampa was a guy in a suit you saw him lunge at the camera the quick lunge at the beginning and then right. you only ever saw the side of him moving through the cavern you never actually saw oh no and then I think he does a lunge towards Luke you see the lifesaver flash the hand fall and that was it
1: right so is it scarier that way i know that was they had other plans for that and then it didn't i think it fell through and so that's what they had to settle with and then for the reissue they had like a full-on wampa dude um and i'm curious what you guys think about that i think it's
0: better maybe this is controversial i think it's better with when you see more of it
2: I, i think so too i enjoyed it because i always wanted to know more about what it was and you see this you know this hulking beast eating and he's got that blood dripping all over his fur and yeah it, he's he's cool looking again he's another cool creature
1: yeah and I think and again that whole moment is set up like a very horror thing he's been captured he's hung out upside down and the evil person's lair about to be eaten (laughs) it's totally random scene like it has no I guess he he gets his lightsaber but it did you did that moment could have been in the middle of a battle you know but he decided to make like a creepy creature moment again um which I love. I love how he just puts these weird creature moments in there. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm trying to think. Um, there are a few horror
2: like... moments in Clone Wars too. If we want to talk about those.
1: Oh, abso- absolutely. Oh, yeah,
0: there's a whole episode with the worms.
2: Yeah, the brain worms. Though, oh, I love that part. You know, yeah, y- y- that go up
0: people's noses and yeah, mind they're control them.
2: Geonosian worms, right? Were n't they part of the Queen's hive something or something like, like that? that? Yeah, and they use them to take over the clones. So you have that. So you have like this you know, parasitic zombie. You have the Night nice Sister zombies that come back. And then you have the episode where they go to General Grievous' lair. And so it's the first time where you kind of get, an, you know, a hint of how much this guy has mutilated himself. And all of a sudden right. now he's kind of lurking in the shadows and you're in his house and you got to figure out a way out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I-, I would also, like, Darth Maul in terms of, like, body horror as well. Like, his... You know creepy transformation like and weird legs and just spider legs spider legs and just the whole horror of the physical transformation he goes through um mm-hmm. i feel like is super spooky and i also want to give a sh- shout out to um both ray's vision and luke's vision in the caves um mm-hmm that's like very psychological horror there um you know especially luke's like you know chopping off darth vader's head and seeing his own face like yeah that is totally out of a dream from a night from a horror film um and again these are these are purposefully weird and the same with ray's dream which i feel like is a little more modern horror but like you Know and a little more like deeply weird, kind of like the cell or something. Um, but mm. the oh, that movie, yeah, until you movie. mentioned
2: it, I completely forgot about it.
1: It's a beautiful movie, it's oh, weird, it's creepy, but it's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, but like the shot of like the, the slow pushing on that hole, talking about the this kind of you know, I like movies like the newer ones, like It Comes at Night where you can't actually you don't really know what the evil is but there's just this sense of, of danger within you know that's lurking around the corner and um, I thought that that shot in that sequence with Ray going down into that hole and, and anytime they showed the hole this it was, there was almost like a ring element to that anytime they would just like cut to it um, and her going there in her mind when she wasn't supposed to um, very horror movie moments there um, for sure. I'm sorry my language about this stuff isn't better. I didn't do as well, no, much research as I would have there, wanted to.
2: <laughs> there's only so much you can say about horror. It's, mainly, it's an emotion, and we all kind of take it differently. you know. Yeah. Certain, like, for me, psychological has never really done it for me. It's more of the, like, oh, this could actually happen. And for mm. my wife, it's more of the, you know, zombie outbreaks and things like that. We'll get to her. Yeah. It's—what's it's, it, cool about horror is that we can kind of look at all—we can look at the same things. And find it scary for different reasons.
1: Totally, yeah. Or fascinating.
2: Or fascinating for different. different. And can I bring up one scene that is kind of horury, but also okay? It's the scene in uh, Attack of the Clones when Anakin is looking at Padme in that creepy way, and she (laughs) says, "Anakin, don't look at me that way." And then he says, "You know, sorry." senator and then he kind of looks over his shoulder with a sly little look it's something from it's like something from american psycho (laughs) like you know something's gonna happen
1: i'm i'm totally down with that right yeah i mean no matter Mm -hmm.
2: what it's a creepy little cringy but it's it's there you know
1: what's going to (laughs) happen yeah no you got it all you got the american psycho creepy you got the body horror we have so many limbs being cut off in the extended universe it seems like they really like the idea of dead things coming back hauntings you know yeah um which is cool there's a there's a whole bunch there mixing with the universe yeah Um,
0: speaking of like stuff from the extended universe we have a new series actually that just started coming out this month that really? is horror themed what it's, it's star wars comics called star wars adventures colon, tales from vader's castle and <laughs> all of the covers are like oh they're beautiful ewoks with red eyes and what? I'm uh, stuff like that Here, yeah I'll, they, I'll are ma- they look amazing um and idw is publishing them i think the first one came out last week
2: last wednesday i believe
1: yeah Oh, and this cover art is great, this, right? This is I want one, them as posters.
2: I need to I need to collect these cuz I really really like the colors. The, uh, the last issue yeah, with I, I uh, the castle well. is oh.
1: Yeah, these are awesome. What great timing. Right? Yeah. Are these for children?
0: Um yes. The IDW <laughs> ones usually skew slightly lower, but they're like lower age, but not necessarily. Mm, um Mhm. The they're like they're just like fun stories so i imagine you know these aren't going to be like horrific and people are melting or anything like i mean they don't do that in kids books
1: yeah oh it's great in this interview they have with the author of this series they taught he talks a lot about how he loved um christopher lee's horror films and peter fish and it's so funny what an yeah what an interesting little like side backstory um yeah oh it came out yesterday Oh,
2: this week, barely? Uh, I
0: thought it was
1: October 3rd oh,
0: was the first issue. Looks like I'm going <laughs> it, to...
2: Uh...
0: Yeah, it looks like I'm going to Blue Moon tomorrow. Or, what was <laughs> the name of <in> the one <laughs> in <laughs> Fremont? Treasure
2: Island? Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> looks like I'm going there tomorrow.
0: Shout out to Treasure Island Comics. Treasure Those Island
2: Comics in Fremont, one of the few places you could go to buy WonderCon tickets back when you would buy them in your comic book shop. Yeah. Old school. Um. Uh, I did that
0: back in the day. Oh. yeah <laughs>
1: I, liked, I just like this quote um, from the author. As for writing for all ages, the key is to not go too far. Young readers like spooky stuff. You only have to look at Goosebumps or the books of Raul Dahl for that, but you can't scare them out of their wits. I actually think Star Wars settings and characters help with this. They're a comfort. Yes, scary things are afoot, but Obi-Wan, Hera, and Chewie are there. Everything's going to be all right. Or isn't it? Da, da, da. <laughs> they kill
2: everyone off.
1: <laughs> and we would <laughs>
2: discover that all of Star Wars has been Vader's fever
1: dream. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> dun, dun, nah. So, the only yeah, ones that we great. talked about that were... So, the Death Troopers in Red Harvest, that's, like, for adults, right? That's, like, no holds barred, creepy. Yeah.
0: yeah creepy. That's, not a kid's book.
1: Not a kid's great. book. Great. Yeah. So, I'll start there. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I love this. I didn't know there was so yeah. much.
0: Well, now I'm excited to go to my comic book shop tomorrow and get one of these, and then probably get the audiobook for death trooper
1: <laughs> do it i'm
0: gonna look it up right now actually Let's pick it i up. don't know there's
2: something about reading getting you know having the hard copy so when i was reading this i believe megan my wife was at work at night and i was audiobooks
0: 15 bucks sounds like i'm but, gonna but this is what you gotta to do bucks. you gotta get
2: the actual book and then sit in a room with only one source of light and just read it mm. <sighs> got to get that yeah. feel for it you know that way when you hear that weird noise outside you're like oh shoot what was that's- it that's
1: too scary it's
2: fun I'm telling you it's
1: like how every year around this time i try and play the evil within and i play like three chapters of it and i like make myself turn off all the lights and i do it like late at night i don't know why i don't know why i do this it's,
2: that's half the fun i enjoy doing that when i watch like Stan versus evil or Stan
1: versus evil actually scary uh Sorry, we're getting way off off the horse that's fine the tracks it's
2: <laughs> it's not it's kind of like a mild version of uh <laughs> ash versus evil dead okay. like it It kind of has some of that but it's not as um gory it's, it's a little more lighthearted. gotcha yeah but it's a fun watch
1: i love horror i i adore it i hated it Same. for so long um and then actually an ign list came out one year of the 25 greatest horror films of all time in their opinion and me and my roommate at the time like buckled down and we watched all of them um and once you kind of overwhelm yourself with them, you start to recognize the beats, so they get a little less scary. And I always argue that if you're watching a movie and there's like more than two jump scares, you're watching the wrong horror film. That's- I
0: agree. Oh my God, yes, so much. Jump scares not should not about. be
2: a thing anymore. I hate that because yeah, movies are just hate them. jump scares now. Like I, if I want to do that, I'll stick, you know, firecrackers under a pot and just be scared <laughs> of that. I want to watch something that's like,
3: oh. Totally. i don't
2: know so there's there's well, real quick what is what are your guys's favorite like top few horror films
1: oh i love this mm. so much I mean, um, we're talking we're
2: talking halloween it's i mean, not just... i already
0: mentioned all of the universal uh see are old uh, school i mean i like back in I, my I, day I, there was no audio they had audio <laughs> what are you talking about fun fact though the the Bela lugosi dracula actually has a silent film version of it made because a lot of theaters in that time were not equipped with sound huh. systems. So they made a silent version of it so that it could play internationally and stuff. There you go. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I tried to watch some of the older ones and they're okay, they're fine. I, I like, I, I read Dracula and so I really enjoyed Same. that. Um, but uh, I adore um, Night of the Living Dead, the original one. Um, I think Same. it holds up in such a... The ending of that film, like, scarred me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is such a great... And when you contrast it to, like, modern, it feels very appropriate. Because I love zombie horror because it's much more about the people and the politics and how we interact with each other than it is about yeah. the actual fear of... of They're just this constant force. You know how to kill them. They're They're not very smart or strong. But, like, can you handle it? Um, so I love zombie horror. But then, as we already talked about, I love the 80s. I love The Thing. I love The Fly. Um, I've never
2: seen The Fly. I've seen The Thing. The Fly is good, but I got sad at the end. Like, it, I, I was sad. <laughs> It is
1: sad. Well, so I is felt American World in London. Yeah. American World in London. Yeah, London's... that's also sad. I wasn't um, expecting The
2: Fly to make me sad. I thought it was going to be just, you know, scary. And then, uh, like, oh, like, you, because there's nothing that can be done.
1: Yeah. Um, I like I like films that also have like people's stories and they kind of ride that line um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I love it all I mean Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the scariest thing I've ever seen um, as a I whole
0: don't I don't know what the scariest movie I've ever seen is I recently, I just have this on the mind because I've been trying to watch a, a different horror movie every day of October not like new necessarily but I've watched some New stuff. I watched *The Witch* for the first time. The witch. And I don't think I've heard that of that movie. Is fantastic. It's, it's newish. It's yeah, it came out Ooh. Phew, maybe two years ago. Ninety-one
1: on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Um, it's on Netflix. It's it reminded me a lot of *The Shining*, and and not because it's like weird stuffs happening and there's no explanation. It's more like very isolating. It's about a it's about a family during. Um, like right when the pilgrims come to America basically like around when Salem happens love it uh and this family they don't really explain why gets kicked off of this like Puritan plantation and they have to go live on their own basically and it's about them all kind of going nuts and thinking that they're being cursed by you know, each other sit like because they're very like devout Christians, and they're like, "Oh, God's gonna humble us and stuff." But they they start accusing each other of like doing, you know, getting wrong village vibes,
1: and, stuff. and I really didn't like the village. Is it like the? It village? is not like
0: that at okay. all. <laughs> Becky, I think you will adore this movie. I
1: cannot wait. It's a it's yeah. a directorial debut, which is interesting. Um, yeah. A lot of people come out the gate with horror films. Um, I think which you have a little more.
2: You have a little more play. Wiggle, wiggle room with the horror film
0: yeah
1: they're also Especially cheap yeah. yeah they're yeah.
0: they're cheap to make as yeah because we were just yeah it's funny we were just talking about the witch because i had watched it and some of my coworkers had seen it and were wondering how like i felt about it and we were talking about horror movies and why they're so cheap and i was like man like the witch is a perfect example of this because it takes place literally in on the same farm the yeah. entire movie like yeah. they never change they never change the the setting really yeah. at all. Like they're in different rooms and stuff or like they go to the edge of the woods, you know, that surround the farm. But for the most part, they're on the farm oh. the whole time. And like, there's no crazy special effects that happen. All of the stuff that happens is just like eerie and creepy. I love it. It's not, it's not like, well, look at you Paranormal
2: know. Activity. It takes place mainly in one room. Yeah. yeah. And that movie, oh.
1: I haven't, I actually, I can't watch that one. That one like I, the one I haven't watched.: that one I, I really enjoyed ones. it.
2: Paranormal activity was really good, like it was one of the more newer ones that I actually really enjoyed. There's, there's a few jump scares, but they make it very convincing with the story and the way it develops. and I think I that, really
3: liked go ahead. I yeah. saying,
2: the original ending, I think was a lot better than the one that was done for the theatrical release
1: because that changes a lot of
2: yeah it changes a lot of what what actually happens in the story, and I think it makes it creepier.
1: I like the trend of the past 10 years in terms of horror. Um, I think it's sprouting off onto different genres. I feel like you have like Stranger Things type horror coming back with like young kids getting into stuff. Like I really liked It. I thought that was a really good remake. Um, you have like the smart horror. You have the subtle horror. I really did like It Comes at Night. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that one. Um, Duck was great. There's tons. It's a great time to yeah. be a horror fan, and apparently yeah. a Star Wars horror fan as well.
0: Yeah. So here's before we wrap this up because we have so much news to talk about. Like if if they if Lucasfilm tomorrow was like we're gonna make a Star Wars horror movie, oh, yeah. what what would you want it to be about?
1: Someone else go first.
2: Uh, I would want it to be about uh, do something. That yeah, feels familiar, like, you know, have have it take place on an Imperial ship and mm-hmm. they come across something in space that they don't quite understand and things are happening on the ship. So kind of like aliens, I guess, but not necessarily it doesn't have to be aliens. Kinda of like death troopers mixed with aliens, mixed with um I don't know I don't, just just something where it feels familiar, like you're within the you're you're in the Star Wars world where it feels you know, you understand what's going on, but then something crazy happens and it just changes it. You, you start seeing bad guys as good and you start feeling sympathy for them. I think that'd be a good one.
1: I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: As long as it's not the Yvonne Zong, that'll ruin <laughs> it. But they could do something. I think there's something that they can do, with, especially with all the space creatures that they have out there now. Like yeah. Maybe you can do some sort of space parasite that you know, starts swarming over the ship, turns it pitch black, takes out the power, and now they're running on reserves and these people are disappearing.
1: It's so funny because there's so many different things that canonically could work. You have space, you have aliens and weird creatures. I'm gonna suggest, you know, maybe doing something more like straightforward, um, creepy slasher. And you have a force force sensitive person, maybe a maybe a young person like Omen style, oh. who is oh God, not. Becky, fully uh, you're
0: literally like stealing the idea out of my head <laughs> oh no i'm so sorry <laughs> no it's, it's great keep going i was
1: just gonna say who doesn't really understand or know their powers and you know exorcist omenish just things get a little crazy uh,
0: okay mine is actually slightly different okay. yours is or like carrie-esque really cool. that kind of way yeah, yeah yours sounds super cool uh mine was similar in that it's a, like i would like to see like a slasher movie but I was thinking of like, the what if the slasher villain was like a Sith? Yeah, basically. Totally.
1: But he yeah. was
2: pretending to be a Jedi and this whole time, be thinking he's helping people.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. And then you could, and if people are not like familiar with the Force powers, it could be really creepy. I love all of this. Let's like, yeah. let's like write a series ourselves.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Hey, <laughs> we, we should, sounds great.
2: I mean, there's always fan films. We can do a quick one. Oh yeah. That's true. Yeah, we'll do one.
1: Oh yeah, and I wanted to do a radio. Oh. Ooh, now I have an idea. Okay. All right. Alright. We'll see how it happens.
0: Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, we just have so much news to get to. Do we want to get to some news? Let's
1: do it.
0: Alright. Eh.
1: I have good news for you, my lord.
0: There is so much news. So some of these stories we're just gonna have to like go over real quick and just kind of let let them happen and go by because there are like two or three that we have to discuss just at length. So Some of them
2: we'll, we'll post on our Facebook page, so we'll put the majority of it on there.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, first one, IL, Excuse me. ILM Lab press release for Darth Vader Virtual Reality Series in collaboration with Oculus. So ILM Lab has been working on all of these VR projects, and they most recently did the what's the one in the void called?
2: Uh, Secrets of the Empire.
0: Secrets of the Empire, <laughs> which you can do at Disneyland and a couple of void locations around I the U.S. Do it so bad. I still want to. Yeah, I want to do oh. it.
1: I didn't know ILM was doing this, honestly.
0: Yes. Yeah, and this isn't the only
2: Star Wars one they've done. They they did the the on Tatooine, and they also did the Droid Repair Shop.
0: So there's a yeah. few few of them out there. I believe that ILM Lab. That's literally all they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like small vr projects um
1: i want to work there that sounds amazing
0: yeah. uh the problem with uh, trying to get a job there is it's probably like 10 people oh total. Yeah. and
1: also i have none of the applicable skills yeah. so. well if they need someone to take
2: out the trash i will take out their trash
1: i could be yeah. an idea person can i be the idea person
0: <laughs> yeah I'm the, I'm the idea guy
1: <laughs> anyway
2: so the star thing. wars horror thing
0: so they announced that they are doing a Darth Vader project called Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series. And they are working with Oculus, the creators of the Oculus Rift. Um, and, you will, and you won't actually have to go to a void location or anything like that to do this. You'll actually get to download it if you have an Oculus headset. Um, and I think that includes like the Oculus Quest, which they just announced. They have the Oculus Rift, which you plug into your PC. And then i believe there's the oculus go which is like a more mobile version i don't know which of them are it's going to work on but if you have an oculus headset chances are you'll just be able to play this you won't have to actually go to a a place oh my
1: gosh i'm so excited i want five years to pass so that this technology is all better and i could just hook it up to my mac but
0: yeah (laughs) um they do say that you uh wait maybe not this thing, it says it's connected to the Void's location-based hyper-reality experience, Star Wars Secrets of the Empire, but it doesn't Well, I think that, say... that,
2: that means story-wise. Oh, okay. So the story is taking place between A New Hope and Revenge of the Sith, and it, it'll have to do with the Secrets of the Empire story.
1: Is it yeah. canon?
2: It is canon. It was confirmed... Yeah, everything what? that... Yeah. yeah, it was confirmed on the Star Wars show that anything, all this stuff is canon.
1: <gasps> oh, no, no, I have to do it. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. The future is amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> they say our mission at ILM uh, Lab is to have fans step inside our stories, and Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, represents a significant step forward in that ongoing quest. Our friends at Oculus share ILM Lab's ambition to bring compelling, immersive narratives to life, and using Oculus's hardware will invite fans to experience Darth Vader as never before. So
1: are we Darth Vader or are we chilling with Darth Vader? That's what I'm trying to figure out. We
0: are out. chilling
2: with Darth Vader. So we're going to okay, be good. following oh, in okay. a story that has to do with Vader. So it doesn't sound Can interactive, just more of like imagine, you're watching.
1: Though like you guys have done VR, obviously.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: To to like be in Star Wars and like chill, and like have Vader walk up to you like Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> Actually, okay, I found a quote here that kind of talks about what it is. It says, uh, ILM Lab is very excited to be working with David S. Goyer on the first-of-its-kind Star Wars experience, which allows fans to travel to Darth Vader's fiery, lava-ridden fortress and wield a lightsaber on his home turf. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's going to be exciting. That sounds
1: dangerous. I don't want to go to his home and, like, wave around a lightsaber. That sounds like a way to get shot or, like, forced (laughs) through the face.
0: yeah.
2: Thrown into the lava. Could be cool.
1: It's going to oh, be yeah. fun.
2: But so this is going <laughs> to be more of an episodic thing versus an interactive, correct?
0: Yeah, this is episode 1. So this is more like you're um, watching and they it. And said it's cut. Yeah. Okay.
1: Which is they great. said that you're yeah.
0: going it's going to release on the Oculus Quest, which is coming out next year and the episode is also coming out next year.
1: Well, that's the other thing is like this technology you know if it's not a game if it's just like a viewable experience then this can go to it doesn't have to be run on such a yeah i don't know that
0: it's necessarily a game as much as it's like an interactive kind of
2: episode
3: yeah
0: yeah. i can't wait for vr
1: film to take off because i don't don't know if you guys have experienced that at all it's at festivals like Um, like um i'm about to work a job where i'm sharing a workspace with um georgia state university which just spent millions of dollars on their vr film department oh wow yeah so it's gonna happen and it's gonna be awesome
0: yeah so uh i've used a lot of vr i've i've used the vive and the playstation vr i've never actually used an oculus me neither is that
2: the one that Before, they have but i imagine that's the same at thing. at the uh secrets of the empire
0: i, I don't know i've never been you there.
1: would assume so if they're yeah. making this deal. it's
0: one of those yeah i used <laughs> that one not a fun. PSVR. Yeah.
1: I did, yeah. I did the Vive mostly, and it's so good.
0: It is pretty cool. I mean, the, they're still getting there. The fact that this technology has been out for a couple years now and Oculus is just now announcing a wireless one is, like, testament enough to
1: it's gonna happen
0: how early it is
1: and it's gonna happen like it's this isn't one of those things I think for a long time people are like yeah maybe it won't maybe it'll just be like a gaming hitch or a blip but no this is this is the future of everything
0: the the crazy thing about this one though the the quest that they announced is that you don't need like a crazy PC or anything to use it it's its own thing Oh, nice
1: well, I mean, so, isn't that what is mo- isn't the game processing what's killing you? Why you need like such a high powered rig to run a vibe?
0: Yes, but I I think. Um, but if it's just a movie, they've gotten to the point where a lot of these a lot of the VR games are like not super crazy mm-hmm. because the way that they're pitching this one is that it's just the thing. It says Oculus Quest is the world's first all in one gaming system built for virtual reality. Oh. So I'm, Im-, I'm imagining maybe there's an actual box somewhere, like, in the room. Oh, I can't and you just hook into but, that? Or like... But you just plug that in, like, power-wise, and then you run the – you just put the headset on, and then you have the controls. I hope
2: that once this
0: – And it's only, like, 400 bucks for the whole thing, which is way cheaper than, like, Oculus's were when they came you know, out. It would be oh, really so, yeah.
2: cool if they could connect this to Star Wars Celebration, and you can actually pretend to be there without actually having to be there.
1: Well, that's totally going to happen. <laughs> they
0: do that with concerts that's and That's what I'm stuff. saying. They oh, should yeah. do that with
1: that. Um, yeah. I was wondering if, like, at Galaxy's Edge, are they going to have, like, a, a warehouse tent area or something where they have just, like, dozens of these so people can play these <laughs> things, these experiences? Well, they have
0: the, the, the void at Downtown Disney. But if they're going to
1: have all these movies and stuff, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
2: They they, they honestly am... should expand these areas because they get more and more popular and they're releasing a Wreck-It-Roth one in the next month so oh, that's really? going to draw in a lot more people but th- my biggest issue with these is that they're only 15 minutes like i'd love them to be at least half an hour like make something yeah i really feel like
0: people just aren't quite like there yet though well they're also, but that's limited also in perfect. space
2: too like yeah. you look at how much space it takes to do the uh the void the one the secrets of the empire and you're going into i think like a total of four rooms and just that takes it a large footprint if you're gonna really have these long stories you basically have to create these worlds that people can be in for half an hour
1: but that's what we're gonna do soon and it's gonna be amazing it
0: will be yeah it will be
1: we, this wasn't even one of the stories we were gonna talk a lot about for a long time i know
0: yeah, we yeah, ended sorry. Up talking a bunch about it but it's fine next one we'll keep going <laughs> Lucasfilm extends kathleen kennedy's contract through 2021
1: suck it
0: <laughs>
2: that's all you have to say
0: kathleen kennedy has reignited her lightsaber the lead producer and architect of star wars franchise has renewed her contract to remain president of lucasfilm for another three years through 2021 the hollywood reporter has learned the move is a vote of confidence in kennedy who took command of lucasfilm after disney's 4 billion acquisition from george lucas in 2012 and has overseen the relaunch of star wars one of the most revered movie properties in cinematic history Disney's four new Star Wars films have grossed almost four oh and a God. half billion and worldwide box office ancillary and merchandising have brought billions more into the studio That offers. deal
1: is the most ridiculous deal that's ever been made I, I know I, it, w- it was so cheap to buy Star Wars
0: it's on it's on par with the Minecraft deal that Microsoft made did you, you know you guys hear about that Did not yeah. they
1: pay a ton for that though? They
0: paid like two billion dollars for Minecraft. And I think they made it all back in, like, two or three years.
1: Now, I want to know what happened to the King deal, because that was the one that's the point of reference. It was for Candy oh. Crush, and it was, like, $6 billion.
0: Oh, yeah. They, There's no I way. Think King, I know. I think King accounts for a fourth of Activision's Wow. Money. Yeah. Activision is the biggest video game company on Earth, like, other than, like, Tencent, who runs a lot of, like, MMOs and stuff in China, and yeah, they, own, yeah. they own stock in Blizzard, and they own riot games which makes league of legends and all that i think they're technically the biggest game company on earth activision is the biggest like western game company on earth and yeah candy crush and king like those games account for about a fourth of their income every year wow yeah people
1: are suckers (laughs) yeah yeah I, I cannot judge. I've been putting so much money into Star Wars mobile game and other mobile games. So, yeah. but you know, what can you do? It's funny. Um, but yay, Kathleen right. Kennedy!
0: Yeah, I'm 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 happy about this. I have. Uh, I know that there were all these like, quote unquote, YouTube rumors about it going about her getting fired because of Solo, and it's like, mm. yeah, no, no, yeah, like Solo still did fine in the grand scheme of things you know
1: and in my scheme of things it was a great movie that's all i care about yeah it was fun if i'm the only one watching these then so be it
2: (laughs) apparently not if Uh, if dvd sales are going as well as they are so yeah which is a great thing to hear yeah
0: yeah exactly new york city comic con uh a bunch of things are going on there's a bunch of panels um i assume there are some exclusives alex there's
2: at least one exclusive from <clears throat> excuse me entertainment earth which so just so you guys know new york city comic con is this weekend we're recording on thursday october 4th these panels are so it's
0: st- over by the time you're listening so this. it might
2: be yeah so i hope you enjoyed these but they entertainment earth will be announcing an exclusive uh that goes on sale or at least pre-order for everybody on friday so go on it to entertainment earth.com today and see if they have any left because they typically do they rarely set out but they're going to have a, a woman of the galaxy discussion star wars stories is going to have a presentation there which we'll talk about in a little bit uh disney lucas film publishing will be presenting stories from a galaxy far far away which should be a lot of fun uh hasbro does a really cool toy preview which some of them have leaked already so there's gonna be some really cool toys and if you're excited for resistance we're getting a new series of figures and then they're also doing a celebration of female writers in a galaxy far far away with disney and lucasfilm and has it looks like Hasbro's having two panels so if you really like toys i hope you uh, go see those
1: they're really leaning into the we love women thing i love it Another f you
2: and so starwars.com the 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 women of the galaxy book they posted a preview to some of the artwork which we posted on our facebook page and wow it is beautiful
1: is that what's at the top of the the article here what is that who is that
0: that's from that that's that is from the that's
1: gorgeous right oh
2: there's such like the there's one of uh leia in her Endor celebration outfit it's just it's beautiful like they're i hope that they sell prints if not i'm gonna buy the book just for the artwork
1: and I apologize for not doing my duty and going to this thing. I actually thought I was not going to be in town anymore at this point. I thought I was going to be in Atlanta. So, sorry, fandom universe. You, you
2: know what you could do cuz you're in New York, correct? Yes. You should find three friends and go do Secrets of the Empire because it is in New York.
1: What? What?
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. Just just okay, putting sorry. it out there.
1: I'm tuned out for the next five minutes looking this up. You guys can continue. With s- hold on,
2: real quick. Quick pause. I'll send you a link. Hold on.
1: Okay. Ah!
2: New York, New York. Let's see. see. Oh! Is- they only have Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah, no, I've done the Ghostbusters one.
2: Okay, so they don't have... Where's the Star Wars? Is it just on...
1: Okay, well that was a rollercoaster emotion. <laughs> Josh, continue with
0: the news. Anyway, Dominic Monaghan? <laughs> Monahan. Monahan. Don McMonahan discusses the amount of screen time he has in Star Wars Episode Nine. I don't
1: want to know
2: this. Don't worry, you. Yeah. we don't learn a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then why is it in the news?
2: <laughs> He's gonna be. Why'd in you it.
0: put it in there? Fun fact. Dominic Monahan's in Star Wars Episode Nine. All right. Moving on. Uh, this I actually watched. Did, uh, this next thing did you watch this alex uh
2: the or... star wars stories I'll just bring it up
0: i don't know why i asked you that before i even like brought up <laughs> what it is uh our star wars stories a new digital series explores the fan side of the force I and it's this. uh starwars.com's doing this officially on their youtube channel and it's basically a like a, a documentary series about people in the fandom yes um, and the first episode was about the founder of the 501st. Yeah,
2: I saw. I just watched it today. It's really good.
0: It was really good. It was really interesting. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to go see it, go watch it. Uh, it's really cool. And um, I
1: love this idea of of fandom and, and talking to fans. That's great. Yeah.
0: Um, so they, I I think the next episode is that that woman that builds the r2d2s Sweet. right
2: yeah i think she's in the um, droid builders group
0: yeah um and they have some like some other chat with collectors i think one of the episodes is about the family that dresses up as the as the the characters from rebels they are super cool people and stuff yeah, yeah. uh so this it's it's cool series it's on the official star wars youtube channel go check it out each,
2: each episode is about 15 awesome. minutes long and it it's really nice to see how these people relate to star Wars and how you actually can relate to them. And it's all, it's, it's nice to see the positive side of the fandom.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I just realized that starwars.com has comments and I should not have scrolled down. Oh, boo. boo.
2: (laughs) See, that's the other side of the fandom that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God uh this next story is awesome sorry i hate people (laughs) this next story is awesome though it's great yeah this is uh the the lost empire strikes back documentary uh, by michael parbot was was found (laughs) it was found and uploaded to youtube it's not lost
1: and i love that they just put it on youtube as opposed to like trying to make money off of it thank you
0: um And the way this was found, actually, I can read read the little, like, note that was left on it. Uh, It says, it's a bit of a bomb that we just fell on the net. By the way, it's being translated from a different language, so it might sound a little strange. Uh, It says, the always very well-informed Patrice Giraud has found us an online version of the documentary unpublished and at least still not found today. Of the documentary French. <laughs> anyway, that's the point is that uh, this documentary was basically blocked before it came out because I think it had like a bunch of spoilers in it, right? Was it like was was sort of the thing like Lucasfilm just decided like we're not going to let you guys air it anymore because it's got like a bunch of spoilers in it and we don't want to spoil. The I'm movie. assuming
2: they were going to air it before Empire Strikes Back came out okay yes. then yeah because there's a lot they do show a lot in that movie in the documentary
1: yeah well it's funny because it says that they found it a dvd of a ntsc scan which is a, a, a tape from a frenchman who won an auction a, a real copy of the documentary that's so crazy
0: yeah so then they had to convert so someone can at some point converted the Real. reel of this documentary yeah. to a DVD, and then they someone found the DVD. That's
1: so and crazy.
0: Converted it into a video and dropped. And it
1: And so, who's watched this? Have you both watched this?
0: I haven't watched. it I just it.
2: watched it today. It's really good, but again, it, it shows a lot. Is it kind of gives uh it gives a nice behind the scenes take on what Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and even Peter Mayhew felt while they were making the movie. Like you see oh, Mark Hamill training with a lightsaber, and him talking about filming things from a new hope and you hear Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher talk about their characters relationships. And it's very candid. It's not, you know, it doesn't sound like they've really had a lot of time to prepare to talk about their characters. It's just, Hey, let's ask you questions and let's see what we get. It's really good.
1: Well, it's, I mean, it sounds like what, it's a French documentary filmmaker, not like some studio guy. That's really interesting. Um, I cannot wait to watch this. I can't wait to see young Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, it's gonna be great. it's
2: really nice. It's good. It's it's worth the watch.
1: What a wonderful little gift! Thank you.
0: Yeah, I've got to give this a watch at some point. Like make popcorn. Just I love I love a good Star Wars documentary. We should talk. <laughs> we should have an episode talking about documentaries. Uh, I believe that we are doing that at some yes. point. This next news story we're not going to get super deep on, but it's a cool kind of behind-the-scenes thing for Solo. Um, it's called. It's from ABC News, and it's called The Making and Killing of the Solo A Star Wars Story Space Monster. And it goes into how they made the 3D image. There's a bunch of sirens going off right next to my <laughs> apartment. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but if you hear it, Yeah, sounds like they're pulling up outside. Uh-oh. That's great.
3: Josh, go are... hide it.
0: They
2: drive by.
3: Go <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you doing?
2: They heard about the documentary.
0: <laughs> they heard about the documentary. Um, so, yeah, it's it's how they created the 3D image, how they animated it, how they destroyed it, all that stuff. So,
1: if you're visual um, effects nerds, um, these, like, renderings well, and totally. images just in the uh, in the article are cool. So, if you're a nerd, I'm sure it'll be awesome to watch.
0: Yep, and they uh, probably and apparently the, in, internally they called it Spaceopus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. Just funny. Love it. Okay. <sighs> we ready?
0: All right. All right, everyone <sighs>
2: stretch. <sighs> All
0: right. I'm, I'm good. I'm cracking my neck a little bit. All right. This one is this is a lot. This is a big news story and this happened to literally today. We did not plan for this. Well,
2: Yesterday we got something. We got to start with we got something on Wednesday, October third.
0: Yep. So John Favreau around like five thirty PM Pacific time just decided Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, release the title and the details of the upcoming live action TV show that I am working on. And we were all like, Oh man, that's really cool. Hope to see things in a couple months and then we literally get an image today oh
1: my gosh Uh,
0: the first image of the show along with all of the people who are going to be directing episodes so we should also mention that there were some (laughs) there were some rumors going around about the show because making star wars has literally been getting behind the scenes footage of uh a rock or not footage but like <laughs> pictures like behind the scenes pictures of it for a little bit but they've literally showed nothing like a lot of them were just um they were- a lot of them were just were literally like john fravo standing in some sand like talking to someone and you're like okay that's nothing like what you're not showing me anything they don't they don't uh, give away
2: a lot it's it's uh, one of the pictures is literally a picture of a styrofoam rock
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And one of them is like a big blue screen. Yeah. And you're like, cool. All right. Do
2: we want to read what Jon Favreau posted, or is that too much of a spoiler? Sure. No, no. Yeah, I
0: can no. I'll, spoiler. Ah. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is the synopsis of the show. It says, after the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall. The show is called The Mandalorian, by the way. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails, which is so funny. I saw some people tweeting, like, how many people are going to get mad that they spelled travels wrong? Uh, oh, my God. Get it? Uh, no. Because uh, <laughs> they don't think travails. Yeah, no, is I know. Word. I just hate
1: everyone.
0: <laughs> okay. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Oh.
1: So, like, so obviously gonna... everyone's getting excited already because you say Mandalorians yeah. and everybody just, like, freaks, yeah. freaks out. like,
0: Mandalorians, Outer Rim, I'm down. This sounds cool. And then, but wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> they they released the first image, a real image, StarWars.com, of the main character in their helmet and their outfit. Mandal armor, and it's everything. Super Western looking.
1: Very Looks- Western looking
2: awesome. And all at once, a million fanboys and fangirls wet themselves. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, there's piddles everywhere.
0: Th- my Twitter like exploded. Um, oh, and you know
2: the Mandalorian mercs are like having a bash right now. Like seeing this image. Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah. For sure. Um, they released a statement. StarWars.com released a statement as well um, about this. and it was, And there was basically they, uh, God, my brain is like failing to function right now. The thing we just read, they released that, but then they added more to the back of it. And I'm going to read this because this is, if you had read this list of people to me, like yesterday, I would have laughed at you. But the fact that this came from starwars.com, like, I still can't believe that this list is legit. It's, it's like, are you serious? Like it's, it's crazy. Anyway, um, it says, the series will be written and executive produced by Emmy-nominated producer and actor Jon Favreau, which we knew. Uh, and then it says, with Dave Filoni oh of the God. Clone Wars oh and Star God. Wars Rebels directing the first episode. <laughs> first of all, what? Piddles. Like, that's insane to me.
1: We're going to have so much fun, guys. And see,
0: I know. With, with Just with this, I mean, I am okay
2: not having a movie every year. Like,
1: yeah, no. Because you're
2: going to get, <laughs> get this every year. Because
0: I'm going to get this every few weeks. You know?
1: Okay, finish reading these things because I have so many thoughts. Anyway,
0: um, additional episodic directors include Deborah Chow from Jessica Jones. Love Jessica Jones. Rick <laughs> Famuviwa of Dope, which is an amazing movie. should all go watch Dope. Have you seen that movie, Ben? I
1: haven't, but I've heard great things. Okay,
0: it's awesome. I love, I it's love Dope. dope uh it is
1: sorry sorry
0: bryce dallas howard ron
1: howard's daughter
0: ron howard's daughter who is a great actress um and i i always pronounce this guy's name wrong so correct me if i get this wrong uh taika watiti did i get it right
1: it sounds like what it looks like so i give you points
0: okay sorry uh, he directed thor ragnarok
1: um what
0: and then uh dave filoni kathleen kennedy and colin wilson and karen gilchrist will serve as co-executive
1: producers. Karen um okay so my first question is how on earth did they keep this all under wraps until this moment
0: the here's the thing a lot of this wasn't because making star wars like yes yesterday or two days ago posted a big article along with all the pictures and some of this stuff was in there Yeah. and i thought this sounds like the ramblings of a crazy well
2: to be fair there's (laughs) oh whenever anything star wars happens any there's always crazy rumors i think at this point everyone's yeah no one buys rumors at face value anymore because when they (laughs) announce new movies like we're getting a boba fett film and a yoda film for how many years did we hear that and none of that happened
1: But still, like, you know, we didn't even know what the show was going to be about, when it was going to be set. And now you're telling me they're already, like, filming?
0: Yeah, they started filming yesterday. That
1: is so incredibly impressive from, like, a lockdown standpoint. Um, That, number one. Number two, just the pedigree. Like, they are not messing around with this this is gonna be they are gonna make sure this is quality um and it's gonna be and I'm so excited and I can't even wait
0: yeah so some of the rumors that were on making Star Wars ended up being true one of which was that Dave Filoni was what they said was Dave Filoni is directing two episodes now this says that this article or the StarWars.com article says that he's directing the first episode oh my god which is like a you know it's a half truth, but I never in a million years would have called that because I, I've always heard like oh Dave Filoni should direct a movie or Dave Filoni should we talked like, about well, that on the pod. And I'm like when I was like literally yesterday I was on platformers and we talked about this before this, more of this news broke and I was like, I was like I don't see a world where Dave Filoni is directing anything. I was like Why when not? does he have time? Oh, because I was like when does he have time? I was like he's. He's overseeing Star Wars Resistance, which starts airing this weekend. And then I was like, and he's, you know, freaking knee deep in clone, the final season of Clone Wars. And then who knows what's being planned after that, if if anything, right? Yeah. So I was like, when when is he going to have time to do this? But apparently he's got more time than I thought. <laughs> if He's going to be directing a whole episode.
1: I cannot wait to see. I I, I, I just, I can't believe it's real. Can, yeah,
0: can no. I bring wait. something up about this costume real quick? Sure. Yeah.
2: You guys remember Star Wars 1313, 13, correct? So yes. I sent you guys the Still link. Don't
1: bring up that horrible memory. But look I at... I
2: sent you guys a link to the Boba Fett costume. Look how <laughs> similar these designs are.
1: So you think they're taking some story inspiration? I don't know if story, but at least
2: at least the style. Because you look at this, he has, you know, the rifle strapped to the back. He had the bandolier in the front, upper chest armor in both mm-hmm. characters. I mean, there, there's... Even the gloves have like they're very similar. Not saying that they're exact. To be
0: fair, they they reuse a lot. Oh no! Yeah, we
1: talked about last week. But what I'm saying is, I
2: like that they're doing that. Like I love this design and the fact that we get to see a version of it. It's great. Like I am. Yeah,
1: that's a really good call. All
2: four for reusing this.
1: Wait, wait! Big question: Who's in the armor? Uh, we don't know. We don't even know who's in this this show and it's filming. Nope. How is that possible? Is, is,
2: uh, we have no idea. I'm calling idea. You now. Is I just Elba. That would
1: because
2: be awesome. I want him in something like this.
1: There. Okay. That no. Don't even play. I mean. Because... Yeah. Don't
0: even. <laughs> don't play with my emotions. <laughs> Can like, you imagine?
2: He takes that. his helmet off and he's got this Please scar don't. over one Stop eye and it's all white it's, and he's oh, my God. oh I I I tittle again.
0: <laughs> that would be so Wouldn't cool. It? Why i'm sorry even just put why I know. are you even putting that that's possibility like, that's like the head? coolest
1: thing i've ever heard and now i'm like overwhelmed by it because and now i'm sad because it's definitely not gonna happen
2: <laughs> and you, you end up um, with no. uh you know not him
0: i'm sorry you know I'm sorry. But star
1: wars there they're, they like the unknowns that's how we roll like yeah i'm i'm cool with unknowns or low-key i'm not even
0: going i'm not even going to like entertain theories about like you know who is this it's like i it's no one like it's literally someone we've never met but thank you and for going to for taking
1: them. what was an open mind and open heart and making like me infinitely disappointed because now all i want is idris elba so.
0: yeah i know hey we Thanks. i
2: i've i've been waiting for him to be 007 for like the past five years they need they,
1: 007 they, i'm ready needs, for that sexist nonsense character to be done he needs to Sorry. be
2: something like i i'm sorry yeah, be
1: something i'm the, down with that. the
2: gunslinger like you made that into one film and that should have been a series of films you, i just love him as an actor i loved him in
0: what if it's what if it's gilbert godfrey <laughs> oh my
1: gosh <laughs> uh, and I'll... hello i worked on a show with gilbert Gottfried. did you uh, rachel he versus guy screaming? celebrity cook-off season two he got voted off the first week because he could not make a good grilled cheese no way Cat, yeah, Kathy and Jimmy beat him by making a good hummus.
2: Well, I feel wow. like hummus... i going to
1: make grilled cheese! Hummus takes
2: skill, and grilled cheese, <laughs> you, you literally burn bread with cheese.
0: You literally butter <laughs> bread and then fry it real quick. I can't That's remember
1: sad. if it was a grilled cheese, but it was not. Whatever it was, it wasn't good. Anyway, the, we're off the rails. This show off is the
2: going to be...
0: I mean, just, Looks so good. Like, I can't believe it's real. It, the, yeah. the, the other rumor that ended up being true... Uh, from the Making Star Wars thing. they the, the rumor was that another Marvel director is directing an episode, but they didn't say who, and it turned out to be...
1: Oh, Jessica Jones. And uh, let's quickly say diversity city. Diversity. Yeah, first,
0: first women directors of anything Star Wars are happening in People this of show. color,
1: I am so excited about all of the just... All, all of this...
0: So far everything about this show is just amazing. Like I I'm so hyped. I was like 2018 sucks. Let's just end it here. Let's move on real Except quick. Except now
2: you have Gilbert Godfrey as this Mandalorian. Oh my gosh. I mean, I had I, I just Elba. Yeah, I had someone cool.
0: I come from Mandalore. <laughs> I'm here to collect the bounty.
2: <laughs> Although, can I can I I do want to say one thing about this when they announced that it was taking place, you know, between what six and seven yeah i've noticed with everything that uh, all the new star wars they have not wanted to touch the prequels or before that at all though yeah the, the, the closest thing you had to that was rogue one not, not yet, well that's anyway. what i'm wondering i'm wondering do you think there's a mandate for them to say let's not touch the prequels yet or anytime before that because I we want think, to do a bigger project so. like maybe there maybe a trilogy is in the works for that
1: well, there's also so much hate associated with the the prequel movies the, in general. There I feel is, like but they, for the new should less, have, that shouldn't so should be a limiting sure, factor. Sure, sure, sure. But I would think going into these first like bunches of of things that when Disney's still trying to figure out what exactly their reach is, how what's the timing going to work, what are we going to do? I think they wanted to stick with like safe content. Um, as you could see yeah. because Star Wars fans are horrible horrible people yes they are um yes, but are. uh i'm down with i, I think the <laughs> yes, next we i think the next big trilogy should be pre-prequel i just like the next big i, I just want See. something
2: because they keep teasing things like he had uh darth bane in clone wars and he kind of got a hint of like this old version of star wars and then he had uh what was his name the the jedi mandalorian that they talked about uh in in rebels uh,
0: uh, oh god you
2: know what I'm talking about. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Like, they keep, they keep talking about name. things from back then, and then we hear nothing else about it. Like, are, are, do you think they're developing something for that? Or
1: But wouldn't it be perfect? Because you had the original trilogy, and then you went back in time for the prequels, and then we have this new trilogy that's kind of about brand-new starts and breaking free. That's, that's in the future. What if we... Do the opposite and go all the way back, kind of ring theory esque, like we were well, talking about before. Yes, I'm
2: wondering if they're doing. Who was it that's working? Show the on a, original
1: establishment of the Jedi, or something. Who's like working
2: that? on uh, a trilogy right now? I found right
0: it's, now. it's a Tar Thank is you. The person we're thinking of. Well, who's yeah. the one that's working on the a first on a trilogy
2: right now? It's Ryan Johnson. Uh, Ryan knows, Johnson. Who Maybe he's working on like this Wouldn't creation of the Republic.
0: Awesome. I mean, he said that they said that it's something that they've never seen done in Star Wars. Before. Well, there you go. And I'm like what could that be thing. though like you know because like the eu went so far as to like the the birth of the freaking universe but the well, eu I mean, also before you know?
1: and we're talking about seen before like like i'm is he count is he counting the whole eu in that statement i doubt it
2: probably not probably what we've seen on screen
1: um yeah i think that'd be baller if he did a i would
0: really like some older public kind of stuff quick be cool. ryan
1: day. johnson shout out news um for any ryan johnson fans because of last jedi being an amazing movie he directed a music video by my favorite band and dropped it last week and it's awesome lc sound system oh baby check it out it's a beautiful sci-fi music video also short film it's amazing nice
0: all right i don't know what else to say about a picture and a list of directors but if anyone else has anything else to say
2: i'm i'm wondering how long it'll take till someone makes that costume
0: uh, it's probably done right. Yeah, now. I
2: wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it doesn't look that hard. I mean, the the under yeah. stuff's all like soft stuff and not like leathery yeah. stuff.
0: It's very roguish. Yeah,
2: I I love the uh, the like chrominess of the helmet. mm
0: mm-hmm. I like that a lot of the stuff is a little mismatched. Yep. Mm-hmm. To...
1: Like he pieced
2: it together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: like the the thigh pads are totally different, or maybe he's just yeah. walking weird. Yeah. Very
0: cool. Cool, cool. all right and then the last piece of news which by the time you're listening to this it's already happened star wars resistance has aired its first episode hey. which is crazy to think about because when we started this show rebels wasn't even over yeah we didn't know about it and then right? bam we
1: spent a lot of time together yeah if I you're know.
2: curious about the title and the synopsis for the first three episodes that can be found on uh jedinews.co.uk
0: I just, I just saw the funniest thing on Twitter, and it's Darth Vader when he's helmet taken off, and he's like dying, and it says, "Making Star Wars was right. Tell your sister, making Star Wars was right." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so good. I love it. Anyway, uh, how about our creature of the week? Creature time. They no wonder. I thought they smelled bad
2: on the outside.
0: Okay, our creature of. Oh my god, Alex, this is horrific. Hey, we're
2: talking Halloween. You gotta Got our,
0: cr- <laughs> our creature of the week uh, looks like something Sid from Toy Story <laughs> would make. It's called the Techno Beast.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Techno Beasts were part machine, part organic Sith spawn mutants. <laughs> and Sith spawn. How cool. Okay,
2: real quick. This is how weird the EU got, okay? Yeah. Organic Sith
1: how- spawn
0: Mutants. How how dope of a metal like band name yes. is Sith Spawn though?
1: I think some Mutants on it makes it even better. I don't know. Yeah. That's our first album, ass. Techno Beast. Yes.
0: Dropping. Yeah. See, it's it's like it writes itself. Anyway, uh, they were created by infecting living organisms with the nanogene Spore, a techno virus developed through a combination of Sith alchemy and a Force technique called. Meku Deru, all right. Awesome. The the virus grew metallic tumors over the bodies of <sighs> victims, ultimately lobotomizing their brains and transforming them into weaponized cyborgs. Amazing!
1: This is like Doctor Who crap.
0: That is the most metal thing I've <laughs> ever heard <laughs> come out of Star. Literally, Wars. this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, well, that's this is a pack. This was a packed. Where episode. where
1: was this from? This 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 thing.
0: Oh, I. Man, I clicked off it already. Hang on.
1: How how would Freaking... you? Wow. Hang on. Okay, we're gonna find out where this. Darth was. Bane Rule of Two.
0: Has
2: a first appearance in Darth Bane Rule of Two, yeah, and, and mentioned in the Darth Plagueis book. So, Interesting. So I guess the actual image and the like a little more of the information came out of some of the source books for um, one of the games. The, what was it? The Emperor's Pond, Star Wars Gamer Five, and then it was also. Co- talked about in the complete star wars encyclopedia
1: there again with the with the reusing of the ideas i wouldn't be surprised if we see maybe not the sith spawn mutant idea but whatever this character design is again because it's it's creepy
2: all right you guys need to dress up as this at celebration and wear a sign that says (laughs) can you name me if you can i give you 100 bucks
1: right because everyone's gonna say you're a
2: borg
0: what do you think I'm gonna go broke? Like, no, no,
2: nobody's gonna know. Nobody. celebration
0: is the place people would know. I don't know. I don't know. This is this freaking is... Alex from from uh, from uh, Star Wars Explains gonna like saunter on over and like clean us out. <laughs> totally would like, saunter you... <laughs> too. He,
1: he's all about the sauntering.
0: Uh, anyway. That's going to do it for this episode of Long Time Ago Radio. And once again, you can go to our website at astarwarspodcast.com. You can find us on all of the big podcast services and soon Spotify cuz they're they're launching their new podcast program soon where we can actually get on it. So, check us out on Spotify real soon. Um, and then if you want to find me personally on Twitter, you can do so at the Jawa Josh. where can the folks find you?
1: I am at Rebecca June Lane. And, uh, our official Twitter is at LTA underscore radio, but I want to give a shout out to Alex because he is killing the Facebook page. You guys should check out our Facebook page and you should tell your friends about our Facebook page. If they're not podcast people, fine, but Alex posts some awesome stuff. So Alex, where can they find you and our page?
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, dapper underscore fe- facebook.com slash long ago radio trying to get it a little more active put as much star wars stuff out there um we're we're hoping to pull some pictures from new york comic-con too so you can put that out there because my guess is we're gonna have some really cool announcements
0: yeah we've already had
2: we've already had one just you know (laughs) dropped like something you dropped yeah
0: dropping it like is hot
2: mando style
1: and definitely check out our patreon for like fun exclusive Yes, Patreon.
0: Patreon.com slash go radio for all kinds of watch alongs and other cool content. We are going to do a solo watch along sometime. It's next week. Next week, yep. I guess. Yeah, sometime next week it'll come out and it'll be all kinds of cool and then we'll figure out what to watch. Maybe the next Ewok movie. Oh, boy. Yes.
2: True <laughs> horror.
0: We have to get through them so that we never have to watch them again. I like that. That's kind of the. <laughs> That's,
2: That's going to be a shirt, the Ewok movies.
0: We have to get through them. So we never have to go through them again. <laughs> so that we never have to watch them again. Yeah. Oh, I have so many shirt ideas I want to work on, but I just have not had the time.
1: Well, if you want the shirts right. we do have, visit our Teespring.
0: Yeah, it is teespring.com slash stores slash long ago radio, or you can just search long time ago radio Teespring on Google and it should pop up. We have a couple of shirts on there, stickers coming soon and more shirts because we have a bunch of ideas written down coming soon. So,
1: yeah. And if you've listened to this really long podcast where we did a lot of rambling about different topics, you probably like <laughs> us. So show us on the iTunes reviews because that's helpful. Leave us a review. Thanks.
0: For sure. That's going to do it for us. May the Force be with all of you and goodbye.
1: Bye.
3: Bye. Ooh.